Data analytics and artificial intelligence are today the most important platforms to support the growth of any organization. In this area, Derivo is a strategic partner offering to their customers expert services that include data management, data visualization, predictive analytics, business intelligence, data science, data security, and cloud computing. We have helped customers like HSBC, Sanofi, and Bimbo to generate significant savings in their business, identifying new growth opportunities and reducing risk through data analytical platforms that improve their decision-making, transforming companies to be more informed with data-driven decisions. Derivo is a partner of the best data analytics technologies. Power BI, ClickSense, Tableau, Snowflake, Databricks, Synapse, Azure Machine Learning, etc. Staff your data analytics backlog in a nearshore schema with a certified team of consultants. Derivo, release the power of data. Hello, I'm Dr. Beverly Wright, and welcome to Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Dinakar Deshmukh, Vice President of Data Science and Analytics at GE Aviation. And he's talking to us about ensuring scalable data science solutions. Welcome to Tag Data Talk. Thank you, Beverly. Thank you for having me here. Awesome. So let's start off with a little background. Tell us, why are you so cool? I don't know whether I'm cool, but uh, I think uh, I have some unique background. Uh, the way, jokingly, I tell my background is you put a rocket scientist and a data scientist in a blender and mix it. That's 23 years of that experience comes out. That's me. So I love it. It sounds like a PCA or a factor analysis. <laughs> <laughs> and it does sound a little painful too, but I love that. Um, cool. So where were you before GE Aviation? No, my entire experience is with GE Aviation. I'm with wow. uh, GE for 23 years. And uh, as I said, first 12 years is a rocket scientist, jet engineer, and last uh, two, 10 years is a data scientist. So. Wow, you've been there your whole career. I love that. Um, so we're talking about scalable data science solutions. And for the people that are in the data science field, they are, they're just like, oh man, I gotta hear about this because this has been a problem. This has been a big problem for us. And so we've gotta, we've gotta try to, um, do something. So let's first talk about what does it mean for a solution to even be scalable? Can you unpack that for us, sir? Yeah. Actually, the way how I see it, Beverly, is like, uh, especially the, the words data scientist, machine learning, artificial intelligence are actually becoming more buzzwords. And every industry is trying to, uh, in some shape and form show that like they're actually trying to do that. Now, all the industries are trying to do more like POCs and they're fairly successful in do doing those POCs. But how do we really take that POC, which was actually one of the case and put them at an enterprise level where it can drive some business adoption. And at the end of the day, whatever the data science team does, it has to reflect and influence a business process change. Without a business process change, these solutions are not, in my opinion, are optimized. And that's where I think if you cannot put them at scale, these solutions cannot reach the enterprise-wide application. That's where is the problem. Mm, okay, so I heard a few things out of that description. Um, and I'm trying to develop kind of a word salad. One is that you talked about influencing business process change. And a second thing you said is it needs to be something that is um, kind of enterprise wide, adaptable and adopted. So um, to be scalable, does that mean that 
you've created a, a cookie mold and you can sort of lift and shift it or, and does it have to, it, it's, I think, I think you're saying that the biggest part is it's got to influence a business change of some sort. Is that right? You're absolutely right. I think whatever the data science solution, it has to influence some process change downstream from a business. That's where the rubber meets. That's where you get the impact. Mm -hmm. you, you can have, you can have a, the most successful, the most complicated math algorithm. But it, it, if it cannot influence a business process change, then it's suboptimal. Yep. Okay. So operationalization is the getting it into um, some sort of business process change. And then where does the scalable part come from? Is that the enterprise wide or help us understand that? Actually, if, if you peel uh, the onion a little bit back there, when we are doing these data science solutions, typically the data scientists, I'm sure many of uh, my peers will agree with that. The approach is the Fuel is data mm -hmm. and they go behind like big borrow steel. Like wherever I get, get hold of this data, it could be C, Excel sheets. It could be some whatever, whatever form, structured, unstructured. They just get the information and they make that POC successful by using that whatever is like big borrow steel approach. Mm. Now, now I have a solution suddenly which business says, yep, I really love it. Now let's go make it happen from tomorrow. Guess what? Because this, this data is not available in enterprise production systems, it means that I need to establish pipelines to make sure that I can build an application by using this data. And majority of the cases, while building the solutions, data scientists may not think whether I will be able to procure this data on an ongoing basis in a timely manner in a production system. Oh, I see. Without having that, then it's it's a flash in the pan. Got it. Ongoing, timely, and there was another thing that you said. It's in got. Go ahead. Yeah. Ongoing, timely, and production systems, pipelines. Pipelines. Perfect. I love that. That's a great way to describe it. Um, so wh why are we failing at this? Why are we developing? I've heard many colleagues refer to it as a POC grave graveyard. And I've, I mean, I hate to say it, but I've witnessed it firsthand where I'll work so hard on developing a great solution and it doesn't get used. And even if it gets used, it gets used once. And it's like once and done. And I spent all that time and all that money and all that energy. <laughs> and then it just got used one time. And yes, it had a big impact, but it never got used again. And there's no, why is this happening? How can we, what can, wh where are we lacking that has made this occur? Maybe my thought, Beverly, on this, especially on my, uh, during my journey uh, with GE for the last like, eight years, especially we're trying to do this. Again, this is just my perspective on this. Again, I'm not finding that like a one analysis, one exercise, which is having business impact is not important. If it is, if it is important, we have to do that and we'll do that. That's period. No problem with that. Right, right. Now the question is, if the same problems keep arriving again and again, you need to have a application or a product, which actually continuously solve the problem for you. The reason why this becomes like a POC mushrooms and actually we don't have anything beyond that is having that dialogue with the business partners, the problem which we are trying to solve, and I solve this problem, and how we are going to use it, and on an ongoing basis, which who is the who is the person on the business team who is going to use it on a regular time intervals, and why they need it, at what intervals they need it, and if they if we identify that piece of it, then trying to convert this into more like a product concept is what is lacking. Mm -hmm. I think having that before you put your on the paper to put your code to work the first conversation the data science team need to have is if i don't do this what will happen i do this what will happen and i do this you like it one more time and you like it se second 
Second time, what are we going to do with this? So what is the process to make sure that it is scalable? Love it. Now, you talked about the term product and tell me um, what you think about this, Donna Carr. I think people are using this term as a way of creating a new mindset because I think in the past, maybe scalability was seen as like a technology thing or it was more like a, you know, a, even a culture, but I feel like it's a mindset. So if you see a data science solution as a product, do you think that that is part of why we're using that term to kind of lend it more toward, hey man, look, you're building a product and this product can be used and used again, or at least tweaked and used again. What are your thoughts on that? There are two dimensions to that. One, the data science solution as it is could could become a product by itself. Yes. Or uh, has the data science team tried to develop these solutions, they need to have a line of sight which enterprise digital product this algorithm is going to sit and power. Mm -hmm. For example, mm -hmm. uh, the data science team provides additional intelligence or additional insights. So these insights or intelligence need to be part of which existing digital product if not, then they have to think about like whether it can become product by itself. So it has to be either this or that. If it if it cannot answer any one of these questions, it means that it's a POC and it's a one-time exercise. Right. I see. I got you. Now, do you are you a believer in center of excellence? I mean, how do you feel about those? Actually, the way how we data science. That's a controversial question uh, I, because some people are adamantly opposed to them and other people believe that they're, you know, the greatest thing since uh, data science sliced bread. So what are your thoughts? Um, my view on this, like it, it, everything has a time dimension to it. Mm. it. It depends on the maturity level of the organization. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. When you're starting fresh or when you're relatively at the early stages of that, center of excellence makes sense because the standards, practices, the governance model need to be established. Once you have the right standard practices and the standard work and the governance model, then you can federate it. But we still you have that established, you cannot federate it because then you will have every solution for the same problem. You'll have multiple solutions without having a consistency. So I'm actually, my answer is till your organization is matured, mm -hmm. you need to have a center of excellence model. Once you have the right matured organization, then you can think about federated model. Right. Okay. Don't even think about it until you get to a certain level. That's yeah, like because they're trying to run and they don't even know how to crawl yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, so it sounds like the, uh, the reasons we've been sort of, um, lacking in this industry as far as making solutions that are scalable, um, the maturity level and having a COE that really hasn't been a thing. Um, the whole idea of a product mindset that that's a fairly new, I mean, we've been dealing on projects and now we're moving it to products. Um, and you talked about the dialogue with the application. How are you going to use this? If you, if you create it, what's going to happen? If you don't create it, what's going to happen? And that's a, the consequence of, of doing the work. That's a great, great conversation and dialogue to have. And then also, um, who are the right users? Like, how is this going to be applied? Um, these are great examples of why we've lacked, um, and, and why, so moving from that a little, why is it important we're even having this, like, why is it such a big deal that we make solutions that are scalable? See, the only way how you can actually have an enterprise wide, uh, impact or influence by any new technology is it has to either improve your top line or bottom line. That, mm -hmm. that's the bottom. That, mm -hmm. that's, that's what the crux of it. Now, from a leadership point of view, there will be investment when we start something new. But at the, at the same time, if you want to scale it, the investment will not scale with the same um, level. So you need to have a, in my opinion, more like a 
a structured cookie cutter approach which is actually i do it once but i can i, I can repeat the same process again and again so that i can re- reap the benefits in multiple folds i think that's that's a key here got it okay so two big things were everything really needs to impact either the top line or the bottom line and then secondly um you're a big proponent i believe in this too i love seeing this approach of having sort of a structured cookie cutter and then sort of use that as a basis you know so when i worked at um, cox communications there was cox media group cox enterprises uh, it was Cox Auto, but it was called something else. And and I noticed, <laughs> this is funny, Donna Carr, but I noticed that people over in one division of the company were doing the same kind of work as another division. And I'm like, why are y'all talking? Do y'all know each other? And so I started making these like connections and I made so many connections that finally I just said, I'm going to have a summit. I'm going to get all the people together. I'm going to have them like just sitting in the room together. We call it the Cox Analytics Summit and they're still doing it today. But, um, that being able to leverage what people are doing, like you, you, you've advanced like four months by starting with like this cookie color sort of vanilla and then you can add your flavorings to it. Um, <clears throat> also, I think one of the other reasons why, uh, you're, you're sort of, you didn't say this directly, but the POC graveyard, you can't constantly make widgets and eight, throw 85% of them away. Oh, yeah. You know, we have to advance. We have to do better than that. So I think um, these are great reasons um, for why it's important that we have scalable. And lastly, before I talk about your final piece of advice, what do you think the future holds? Are we, are we, are we almost there? Like, are we, is this, is the whole product mindset going to get us there? Like, what does the future hold for scalability of data science solutions? See, I think this is just my view on this. I think uh, as an industry, we are learning that like, uh, how to approach some of the problems by apply application of data science slash machine, slash machine learning. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's an exercise by itself. Okay, so we are learning, and some industries and some companies are actually trying to mature that curve by putting some governances and some practices centered around it, so that like we can scale it. And some are try, still trying to figure out. But as an industry, I think we are come to coming to a conclusion that like we need to have some structure, otherwise we are not going to scale it. Right. Okay. Excellent. And that brings us to our final piece of advice, which is if you're talking to a data scientist who's listening to this right now, and maybe they too are frustrated that things aren't being used over and over or they're not being leveraged, that his work is just like once and done. How, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's trying to make more data science solutions that are scalable? Actually, my sincere advice to any aspiring data scientist or a data scientist who is trying to make an impact, uh, in any organization is before you start your work, make sure that like you have an absolutely clear definition of the problem you're trying to solve. That's the, the problem well defined is 50% of the problem solved. That's the first one. And the second one for me is if I do this work, again, I repeat this, if I do this work, how it is going to change your life day to day, like which business process it's going to impact and what is the impact of that and your company's performance, like having that dialogues upfront making sure that we have a clarity for that. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, when we are developing these solutions, make sure to keep an eye on the algorithm or the solution which you are trying to develop. Can it go into production systems? If it does not have line of sight for production system, then you have to step back and think, do I need to even compromise on my solutions to make sure that it is production ready grade? Mm. So I think these are the three things which I my suggestions to any aspiring data scientist. I love it, especially the one where you're you're thinking in advance, like, can this be scalable? Can it even, can I produce it in a way where it is? Thank you so much to Denikar Deshmukh, 
Vice President of Data Science and Analytics at GE Aviation for talking to us today. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed talking to you. Thank you.